Over the course of COVID-19, I've been contacted by many in my local community who have been deeply impacted by the lockdowns and the other restrictions that have been put in place. I thought I'd share with you a couple of their heartbreaking and heartfelt letters. No, no, no. Just going to stop you there, you soulless shit stain. Fuck off, Josh. Fuck off. Fuck off. You are in the government. You can help these people instead of reading out their heartfelt letters. You're a turd. This is going to be a good one. I'm quitting the podcast. This is Cole. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. It's Cole. I award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Elbow likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Oh, good day, Australia. Welcome once again to Australia's favourite podcast on Australian politics that comes from uh, Belconnen. Uh, it's Good Day Sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I'm Ron Toilet. And I agree. Solace, shit, stain. And do you know what? I was still hung up on the fact that he used impacted. I just, like, nope. affected? What's wrong with that? <laughs> okay, like, impacted just drives me nuts. And I Did heard you watch about it? deeply Did you it? impacted. And I was like, no. If if, um, if you haven't seen it, watching it makes it even worse. Believe it or not, the sound is not enough. Watching that faux sincerity, the fuck stick is in full erection mode. They're all in erection mode now. <laughs> so just that, just just for those who who haven't had like you, Siege, the the pleasure I, or the discomfort of watching that, uh, Josh Frydenberg earlier in the week um, put out a little video on Twitter where he read some letters from people who have been severely affected by lockdown and you know in Melbourne. Uh, in Melbourne, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I've just got to say, you know, they 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 did sound really horrible, and it's 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 a terrible situation for many sucks? people. It, it's horrible, and truly, you know, I've been talking this to lots of people. You know, lockdown's not bad if everything's okay at home and uh, and you've yep. got a decent yep. living situation, but you can plunge off the deep end of of horrors. And and I get so people are having terrible situations, but you know, Josh, you're in a position of power here. Oh, no, no, Josh, is, he's just identifying with the victims. He, we're all victims here, including him. What could he possibly do about it? But then again, like, it's, it's, it's that whole thing that the Morrison does all the time. It was like he's an observer in his own government. He does, yeah. They do not know what yeah. their role is. They do not know what to do. They don't know that they're the ones that could fix stuff mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. give people give people money so that they're not stressed out so they can stay home, yep. you know. Yep. No, they've, uh, well, I think they, you know, uh, how many years ago, eight years ago, took on the role of opposition, uh, nine years ago when they still were opposition and held on to it. And that's what they've always done <laughs> since. And, they, and they're glad to have an actual opposition to fight against in the States. But uh, 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 that, that one hit me hard. I was so, I was Ugh. furious. You were when very I, cross. I, 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 used, I the... used some potty words, didn't I? In the, in yeah, the, in well, the... not only that, but like when you sent, sent text messages, it went bing, 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 bing. <laughs> It was it was horrifying. Like to watch someone actually try and mean that. Mm. Like someone in that position to suddenly go, Oh shit, there is an election coming soon. And my boss, that solar shit stain as well, has decided we're gonna have an election. I better start making it clear that I'm really into Melbourne. I mean, it, it was transparent, it was gross, it was obvious. Also, reading these people's letters, that doesn't sound like it's the nicest thing to do to these people. 
No. I don't think that's what they're Do, for, to be no. read out. Are you saying your, they might not have given permission for that? I'm saying they might not have given permission for that. Oh, my God. Um, and I'm guessing they don't legally have to, but, you know, being a decent human being, <laughs> you would ask. Well, we're also giving him credit that they're real. So, you know, it depends I reckon on how they are. They, I, I, I think they're real. Uh, they, don't, they don't have the ability to make that shit up because that would involve empathy, imagining would, yeah, yourselves in other people's shoes. You'd yeah. actually have to put yourself in someone else's position and yep. think about what that would be like and they don't understand what that would be like because, like, the way you get a better job is that you work harder and you get a better education. And You just get a better job. No, you just, like Joe Hockey said, yeah. Joe Hockey you just get, get a better, better job. job. That's If the job's not good, you get a better one. That's yep. what you do. Well, I don't know if I'm more frightened by the fact that it seems, and there's been a lot of commentary on this this week, that he and people like Morrison actually don't realise they're being out of touch shit sticks or they actually do. I don't know if it's worse if they're that ignorant or if they're doing deliberately and they're that spiteful and horrible. I, 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 don't I can't know which quite I imagine more. that out of out of touch shit sticks was was the the focus group answer. How should how should we how should we present <laughs> ourselves? Out of touch shit sticks is not likely to come up. Although if anyone asked me to be in a focus group, that's what I would suggest. That was the first thing to say. Good evening. <laughs> first thing out of Will's mouth. Out of touch. All right. Like, if anyone asked you to be a focus group, I've got a focus group here. It's <laughs> Will? <laughs> I had an opinion. <laughs> no one argue with myself. That was idiotic. All right, you lot. So just to reintroduce, every week in G'day Sausages, we cathart about what has happened in Ozpol. Um, I feel like this week, maybe, I mean, you mentioned it already once, Siege. Maybe the waters are turning. Maybe the tide is bubbling. Maybe... Maybe we're heading more towards the season. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, things seem to be on the up and up. And we've got a bunch of topics to go through this week. Um, and I'm going to come back to that question, the, the word that you raised uh, just before, Siege, mm-hmm. the E word. Um, or did you raise it as well, Rod? You, I raised Erection. No, yeah, you said you said it in a silly way and Siege said, said it in a, in a grown-up way. This um, is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, role reversal. How that, did that happen? What? But that's at the end. My that's at the end. We're not talking about that yet. Uh, I'm going to start. So you're, what you're saying is we've got to build to the erection. We've got to build to, yes. You gotta, you're welcome. You gotta, okay, back back in the room. All right. Uh, did you get a text message? I did. Oh, jealous. I did. I've only got one, though. I've, got, I've, I've had one, yeah. Yeah, I've but a none. friend of mine's had, like, Five of them, or something, oh, really? and it's kind of like Pokemon. Collect them all. Are they in an <laughs> in an electorate that that counts? I mean, I assume that no, oh. no, they're not because there's no strategy to this. There's no thought. Hi, I'm a text it. message. Hi, I'm a text message, and and all it basically says it might as well say Albo is a poo poo head. Like <laughs> they are. That, yeah, and lib libs are wee wees. <laughs> yeah, like it's just so the text messages came from um, Craig Kelly via the um, United Palmer Australia Party or whatever he's called now. UAP. 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 Um, and, yes, I, I did get one. I I'm going through my text from random numbers to, to try and find it. It's uh, <coughs> I, 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 I'm getting all the spam. Who's getting all the spam at the moment? You know, all of that. We, we have a, um, mm. a package pending, all of that kind of stuff. I'm getting oh, yeah. nothing. Like I tweeted it the other day. I was like, I feel left out. No one, Craig Kelly hasn't texted me. You can never trust the Liberals, Labor, or Greens again. Authorised yeah. by Craig Kelly, United Australia Party. Click on this link, Yupacac.info. Um, Good policy. Yeah, 
What's your policy position? You can't you trust. Know, the first camp. thing I just wanted to say though is that um, you know this this here is a is it a minority government or pretty damn close to a minority minority close. government? Pretty close. Um, Very close. And Craig Kelly's kind of propping up that government. Uh, so saying you can never trust is a little bit. You know what are you doing here, buddy? Also, he's the captain's pick. He wasn't pre-selected for the last election, and Scott not? Morrison came in and said, and picked no, him. Craig Kelly needs yep. to be on the ticket. He was the captain's pick. Holy shit, that's a bad pick. That's yeah. a phenomenally, catastrophically, oh, my God. I know. And if you don't think that's going to come up in some Labor ads, you're oh, kidding yourself. I did oh, not know yeah. that. That is such a juicy bit of fact there, Siege. Yeah. Where have you that's, been, William? Uh, well, well just, just, look, because it was in the past. Do you remember? Like, and William oh, doesn't yeah. do the past. No, I'm do you remember, 100%. Do you present. remember yesterday, Will? It was nope. a thing. I know. I, look, technically, I know due to physics, I know that it was there. But, mm. yeah. I don't he doesn't understand why milk goes off because it's wait milk there. goes off. Fully <laughs> go. I go off on milk. The um, what I like about it is uh, if you weren't about to say this already. So Crikey did the right thing, and they said, well, if he's spamming you, why don't you spam him? And they published his mobile number, his Sydney office number, and his Canberra number. I think that's so funny. Oh, I think it's wonderful. And look, I mean, far be it from me to spread gossip and rumors. Anyway, Craig Kelly's mobile number is zero four five eight. One five zero two double one. If you'd like to stop and get a pen, I'll say it one more time: zero four five eight one five zero two double one. So it was suggested very gently by, uh, well, I think Ben Altamend or Bernie Keen that they um, spam him in in a very politically correct, not abuse. No, just, I do what you no, like, no, no, man. I just said, if, I you want to, if you want to send texts to Craig Kelly, this is yep. his mobile number. That's no, they were very careful about it the way they did it, which I, and this was obviously a deliberate strategy because it basically pulled out the trolls. And so Keane wrote an article today in Crikey, which um, reported some of the responses of Kelly fans, which I think is delightful. What do you got? Well, should we start? Should we go for gold and then drop down? I mean, uh, yeah, go go. For, just tell so us the gold, the, the gold one. So we, I don't. You guys saw this, didn't you? The the Ben Elton tweet. So I, Warren I, Mundine, yes. AO, tweeted at Ben Elton, "quote You're a cunt. What a disgraceful <laughs> human being you are for doing this." And then, of course, he immediately got a minus because he's, he's on the board of SBS and apparently yeah. that's not good behaviour. So, of course, Ben Elton, uh, Elton captured that tweet because it got removed. And Ben Elton's quote was, Warren got a bit upset when I posted Craig Kelly's phone number. But the people that abused Crikey, so they said things like, absolutely disgusting, providing an avenue for people to be vulgar to someone you do not like, posting Craig Kelly's number is illegal. It, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, your journalist committed a telecommunications crime. It's <laughs> communications crime. But it gets better. Uh, it's disgusting and unprofessional that your journalist committed a crime inciting the public to harass Craig Kelly. That's cool. Okay. It okay. is illegal to use a carriage service, Twitter, phone call, message, to menace or harass and reflects great, greatly on the ethics of your business. I mean, they um, haven't come down on whether Twitter is actually no. one of those um, channels. It is. It, even if it wasn't, it doesn't it, matter in this it, instance. Yeah. The best one, though, was um, the putrid scumbag coward who messed with Craig Kelly should be tried for treason. Oh, well, of treason. course. Treason. That's clearly what it is because he is, he is the king. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. God Kelly. A, like, treason. Tried for treason. I love people that throw out treason. Like, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. They're sitting in their, they're sitting in their basement and they are just, just withering themselves up into a rage. It's treason. Like, or screaming for their mother to bring oh them more pizza. Oh, my God. Pilots. They think treason is. I don't know, but it's seriously. 
I'm like, I know what it is. They know what it is. It's like communism. Yeah, and yeah, you, socialism and, and porn. You know, when you see it, like you can you can see it. Like that's clearly <laughs> a treasony thing. I've never seen porn. What's it look like? Oh, it I, look and like what I'm saying is, you know, when you see it, like when oh, you when you, if if you ever do see it, you will know that that is that is of the porn. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm comforted. Yeah. yeah, so don't worry. You don't need a definition. Oh, look. <laughs> I also saw a Craig Kelly. Um, he's he's starting to spam the YouTubes um, at the moment oh, as well. So oh uh, it's it's more in the waters that suggests you know whatever that e word is that we'll talk about later. Um, Erotic? Uh, no, no, not that e word. Um, Estuary. Estuary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. Um, news let's poll. Go. News poll put some numbers out. Oh, they did. This is good. This is good. Well, that's interesting. A uh, news poll from August 25 to 28, over 1,500 people sampled. They gave Labor a 54-46 lead, which is more than margin more of error business. Of error. Oh, well over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so primary votes were 40% for Labor, which is up a bit, 36% for the coalition. One Nation got 3%, and I still I want names. That's a steady vote. It hasn't changed. Um, but the one source I was reading pointed out, news poll is the most watched poll, but it's not always the most right. So it predicted the 2019 federal election win to Labor. That that went well. But yeah, apparently exactly. they've changed. <laughs> yeah. They've changed methods since then. So the implication was maybe it's a bit better now, but it wasn't directly stated. Anyway, that's a freaking huge margin. We're talking uh, yeah, nine, point, nine point lead. I did like, was it uh, the shovel? Uh, I think it was a shovel headline. Labor holds emergency meeting to discuss how to fuck up lead in the poll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. And you just kind of like, yeah, yeah you know, true. You know, you know, it's you know. how can we fuck this up? This would be good, quick. Oh, my God, we're in the lead. We don't know do what to do with that. Do you have the there? Do you know who the, what the preferred prime minister numbers are? Do you have those? Uh, Morrison, I think, just hit 50, which, again, repulses me. But um, he might have been 49, but it was definitely 49 definitely or 50. It confuses me. Yeah, and Albo's, oh. I think... In the thirties, I think I think you inherently get a fifteen point bump um, as prime minister to be preferred prime minister. I think people are just okay. You see so much more of them, whereas the opposition leader yeah. is like, yeah, like people are like. I I think that it matters, but it doesn't matter that much. Like deep people down. don't like change either. It's easier to go with the, well, the incumbent shit stick, you know. Got yeah. a terrible disaster, you know, happening. You don't people don't like to change leaders. No, not at all, so. uh, not at all. And and obviously, it still is though a little bit of an indictment on Captain Cutthroat. Um, <laughs> Because hasn't he been demoted to lieutenant cut through? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe that's what he is. He's he's yeah, Isn't lieutenant, lieutenant higher than No, lieutenant is definitely lower. Oh, okay, um, thank you. But oh, look, uh, I like the way you say. It. Listen to how Will says it. No, well, we're well, in, we're in bloody Australia. You have a guy at me coming from Adelaide and oh, Adelaide, lieutenant. Are you saying you don't support our troop siege? You don't even know how the ranks work. Jesus, <sighs> <laughs> lieutenant cut through. That's what he can be. Um, what I what I did want to know though. No, I don't. I don't completely fell out of my brain. You made me laugh. <laughs> I want to know what I would, thought I wanted to know. A um, little bit of dead air there is always good. Whatever the listener can handle that. Um, Room to breathe. Oh, no. Do you it's, want me to read out Craig Kelly's phone number again while you no, think? No, no, no. Four five eight one five zero two double one. Can I um, ask a question? Yes, you can. Has New South Wales completely and utterly given up on? Trying to do anything about I got an answer, miss. I got an answer. Yes, the the boy at the back. Yes, yes. They they have (laughs) completely sorry, sorry, New South Wales listeners. We love you more than our Victorian listeners, and we love them a lot. 
But um, oh, a lot, even more than New South Wales. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but, but has, has, has Gladys just gone? Oh hell, yeah. how did this happen? She has she has looked at the toothpaste that she has squeezed out of the tube, and mm. she thought, "I'll try for a little while. I'll try for a little while to get this back in, and then I will say, stop focusing on the toothpaste. Like we're, yeah. we're post toothpaste, whatever. Don't worry. This is Jesus. a this is a moment where you don't look at it. So that when they had 130 cases, it was a national emergency, and yeah. then now they've got 1300 cases plus or whatever, and it's like, no, look over there, everything's fine. Mm, the up. sun will come out tomorrow. We are going. Everyone will have freedom and all the rest of it. And you go, yeah, you have so <sighs> fucked this up, woman. Uh, I, and and like, another thing, I keep, I keep. Thinking Thinking about, I'm glad that New South Wales has the highest vaccination rates in the world at the moment. Uh, that is that, that is great news. I also think you kind of don't want to have the highest vaccination rates in the world in some ways. Like that suggests that suggests people are panicked. Like that suggests that's that suggests people are really like, oh, oh, this is. But that's scary. all they've got. That's the only kind of it weapon is. that it they've is. got. And I know so, I'm I'm supporting I'm supporting high vaccination. I'm just saying it does say something about the situation people are in. Yeah, but I, I guess what I mean is uh, when I say they've got, I mean the people is kind of like I've got no control over this situation. It's been handled very badly. The thing I can do is go and get vaccinated and people have gone and got vaccinated. So that that, that part's really good. But the yeah. um yeah, and and I'm double vaxxed now. Hey, woo. Hey, so two thirds of this podcast is double vaxxed. Two thirds. So that means three fifths of we're three fifths vaxxed. Yeah. I, I want to say on that though, before we pass, the thing that's been, it's been irking me for weeks. I'm sick of seeing Australian press and Australian conversations talking about restoring our freedoms. It's just such a fucking stupid way stupid. to frame this. It's not our freedoms. We're not America. We're not this obsessive. It's just, I just loathe it. I hate the way it sounds. It makes me feel dirty when even sensible. Uh, organizations, even people in the conversation are saying, oh, you know, one day we'll get our freedoms back or people are, are looking Are you saying me being allowed to go to, Bun- go to Bunnings? That's not a freedom. <laughs> it's not a freedom. What is it? A, a responsibility. I know. It is it a really responsibility. Is. It's more a calling I than got anything. A duty. Yeah, I was going to say going to Bunnings is a calling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it drives me crazy. You know, oh, we're restoring our freedoms. Framing no, it that way and couching no. it that way is dreadful. It, it turns everything on its head. It's just it's oh, horrible way to tell word me, it. Tell me you're not looking forward to – that moment when when we don't even have to think about it anymore. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying public framing as it as freedom to. gives the implication that there's deliberate tyranny. There are people trying to keep us down for its okay. own sake, yeah, and okay. that's just a load of fucking garbage. Like okay. it just isn't that. Yeah. And, yeah. and for my money, that that use use of the word freedom like that. I mean, honestly, it's a terrible thing to say. It's un-Australian. So I've got a slogan for you. So ending ending our conscious choice uh, to keep each other safe by staying at home. So yes, yeah, there, there that you go. rolls Very off the tongue better yeah, than exactly. Exactly. Put it on a t-shirt. There you go. What's the acronym? E O C G. In fact, it's a collective conscious choice to. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. So, and I'm one of these indoor humans. I found out that I'm an indoor human. It's got to sit on the windowsill just, for half an hour a day. I'm, I'm Defi- kind of like definition yeah, of indoor like, human. I'm, You're just happy. I'm, That's all you need. I'm happy. I'm in. I'm inside. I'm fine. It's okay. I also found out this week that Officeworks delivers. Oh so yeah. So that's Dan Murphy's and Officeworks. Uh, don't don't I'm, be in a rush. I ordered something from Officeworks uh, eight days ago, which was going to be delivered in two days, and all I'm getting is oh, it's on the way. That's okay. Well, <laughs> so how, yeah. like, did had you completely run out of pens? I mean, what was the sort? It's a you know. backup disc, very important right now backup. to back shit up for the apocalypse. At least Dan Murphy's delivers in 10 minutes to your house. 
Oh, God, dear, do they ever? I think I, sometimes. And, and, and Don't like they I, deliver before you've even even finished? <laughs> <laughs> they know when it's my payday now and they go, we'll just get Siege's box ready for her. Oh, uh, you're looking for a crate of wine by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> just so happens I am. Like, well, we better get you, that Daniel. Riesling ready because she's going to be on the phone in a minute. God bless you, Mr. Computer. Murphy. Um, so, so, yeah, it's it's so I like it. I like it inside. And I was trying to think, what do I miss? Like what are the, the activities mm. that I miss? And um, – Quite honestly, it just came down to sitting in a beer garden, having a chat to mates. Oh, and look, that's that's a pretty good one though. Like, a, like you're not saying, you're not saying dumb things. shit stuff. You're saying sitting in a beer garden, having yeah, that's a nice thing. It's, it's a nice thing, but it's also it kind of the thing I miss. And and now I do pretty much exactly the same thing, but with headphones on and a microphone. Which pretty much it feels no different. It's it, it feels very different. Total total segue, but we'll come back to come back to this in a second. But um, I was reading again the other day an article about Walter Burley Griffin's original idea for um for Canberra, and you know the the um is it Anzac Avenue that leads up to the War Memorial? Um, it is so big Anzac Parade, big ass big ass boring parade, um where we've put statues of people that are boring and stuff like that, and and heroes obviously. Thank you, uh, boring heroes. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of good memorials. But, there. but Walter Walter Burley Griffin designed that. He said, you know what would be awesome here? All beer gardens up and down that street. It is just <laughs> chock a block beer God gardens, damn. and he was like, you know. I've seen some awesome ones in Bavaria. Let's get yeah. – it's just chock-a-block Bavarian beer gardens going up and down that street. And I was like – And beer gardens oh. on the roof of every official <laughs> building as well, losing that roof space. It's a waste. That would be excellent. Uh, right. And they should have made that fountain, the fountain that comes out that God knows what it really does. It just shoots – Captain sh- Cook's book. <laughs> that one. That one should just be beer. <laughs> listener, listener, I just want to pause for a second and say thank you to those of us, those of you able to join us last week for our cathartiganza. Oh, yeah, um, what do we call it? Catharto listen. Uh, it made us feel, because all I was saying that for is the wheels may be off this trolley occasionally. So we're doing our best, but it's, it's great uh, to hear from you. And yeah, it was very terrific. nice. And it was quite like I was a bit confronted to start off with because I was a little, I didn't think we'd actually see people. I don't know what I thought um, was going to happen. I thought they might see us and I'd got used to that fact and I thought that's okay. And then there were people on the screen. It was so beautiful. It, and it was really nice because there were people like passing drinks to each other and nodding like that whole I didn't realize how much it's nice to get that nodding kind of oh yeah. Mm. That's on, also on the to money be fair, kind of they thing. were all very attractive people, except for one, and you know who you are. But the rest <laughs> of them, very attractive people. Very attractive and engaged people, and who stayed with us for the time. So, so it, was, yeah. it was very nice. Just to say, we will be doing that again if lockdown continues. We'll do something. Um, we won't, we won't yeah. be doing that again, not unless we cut the screen because like, my nerves are shattered. You did, we will. We will. Yeah, that, we that, will. That's your process. Anyway, <laughs> Seach says we're doing that again. She can't yeah, wait. Seach, Seach, yeah, we're doing that again. All right, something, something else what made me angry. Um, yeah. uh, how do you two feel about mm-hmm. – um, I know, I know that a lot of the youth are today. They're a little bit, they're a little bit panicked. They're a little bit panicked about um, the whole climbing thing. You know, people going out there doom saying that the climate's going to be ruined. Uh, no. I reckon, I reckon, uh, putting some school chaplains, more school chaplains, will be the solution to all this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and the problem is, of course, the climate anxiety. That's the issue. So the That's issue what Jesus needs to fix. Isn't that someone's fucking up the climate? No. It is that. 
people are saying that that's happening. So this food. isn't a, this isn't government policy yet, but it was uh, no. uh, Andrew um, Howarth, I think Wallace, uh, and Wallace Luke Howarth, yeah, and Luke Howarth. There, there you go. That's I was, uh, that that makes much more sense. Um, jamming together, that's fair enough. I was looking back through uh, Andrew, uh, the Andrew one, Andrew Wallace. Um, There was an interesting article during the gay marriage debate and um, he was coming out, he was a barrister and he was coming out and he was saying, okay, um, our daughter came out as a lesbian and, and, and uh, eventually got to the place of saying, so I support gay marriage. But it did have this line in there that's like, oh, why is this happening to us? And I'm like, oh god, why is this happening to us? It's it's not you. It's not it's not, it's not you. about you. It's not about you. It's not. Oh my god, about how did we fail you. our daughter? It's not, oh, like why is this happening to us? I anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, that's not what this is about. He he. Those two have proposed that uh, to deal with climate anxiety, uh, we should put more school chaplains in. Um, funded at twenty five thousand dollars a pop from the federal government. Um, yeah. Or we could put that money towards fixing the climate. No, you know. no, Sage, no. Well, no, but you got to you got to hear is he, he has some compelling arguments. Like Wallace said, you know, groups like Get Up and Extinction Rebellion were robbing children of hope. So you know, Chaplin. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. No, I, I mean, get it, just, it. It follows. You don't even have to think about it. It just follows. Well, it does because you might as well have an imaginary friend. Well, and also those shits like Get Up and Extinction Rebellion are the reason children don't have hope, not climate change. Yeah, those groups. I think we all we all know that. Oh, that, if they would just repent. So, no, it's too hard for me to get my head around. So, what do, do we have an age range of what the the, the kiddies that are upset? Are these, Under eighteen. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the ones that I mean, can be I, I can do. have a school chaplain put in front of them. Yeah. I, I think I, in their defence, I think this was. Uh, chaplain forward not solve a problem i think they were mainly thinking how can we get some more money into some more government money into school yep. chaplains like yep. this is this is all i mean yes it's it's a way of getting a little bit more religion into state schools but it's also about getting money into their friends so yep. getting money into their friends that's how you do it that's how you do it yeah they want to get money into their chaplain friends no, I don't like it. No. I'm visualising right now. Mm. Um, no, I, I, but it's also that, that I, I mean, I do know that that I remember, like, like when I was a kid, the Vietnam War was on the news every night. So like the six o'clock news and there were only four channels and so you saw it every night, you know, very stressful, very. And like the stuff that they showed is, oh. you, would, you would never get it on TV now no, no. without a thousand warnings after nine o'clock at night. So is the reason that you're so well balanced now because of your school chaplain? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do, I, but, but I mean that... There's so many different ways that pe- the ki- kids that know was, more stuff these days. Well, they have the conversations parallel. with their parents. That mm. was the parallel they that they put in there. It was something like, oh, it's it's like the all the, the panic over the nuclear Armageddon that, that happened when I was growing up. Um, uh, Andrew Wallace was saying, and it's like, do you know do you know that it could have happened? And that was a pretty legitimate fear during the Cold War, and is actually still pretty legitimate because because yeah. Vladimir Putin has a doomsday machine, and you know, just listen to the wholesome show. Uh, I know, right? But but mm. but this idea that the the Cold War didn't happen, like it's like that whole you know the trutherism about nine eleven, uh, not nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Y two K. It's people oh, going, yeah. oh yeah, you know that was all just a beat up. And you know what? It actually oh. could have been terrible. A lot of people put a lot of money and effort into into stopping it. Into the it same the terrible. same with the whole Cold War. It could have been pretty freaking awful. And and these people are like no. But it's I, not guess, just- I guess what I was trying to say is that it, it, that. Um, 
these days the the news is and all the information about climate change and and that kind of stuff is is kind of dissipated so much more now that kids mm. don't have it like served up in front of them like we used to get it yeah. when I was a little kitty. Oh God, Craig's here and he's pouring himself a beer and I'm not drinking. It's so annoying. <laughs> Just drink, man. Just drink. <laughs> I did like I did like um, one of them academies. Um, Ernest Learned Folk. Uh, uh, yeah. Which one was this, Rod? It was the. Australian Academy of Technology and Engineering. There's an S in there too. Yeah, not in this report. You're right. ATSI, not ATI, not eight. Anyway, they um, they came out with a report that was talking about, you know, in response, I think it's fair to say, to the coalition's position of getting out of the carbon situation, technology, not taxes. We're not here to taxi. We're here to technology our way out of it. So the paraphrase I'll put forward is the Australian Academy of Technology and Engineering said, cool, cool, cool. Well, we have that. We have the technology. So there you go. How good's that? Here's the report. Here's the details. Done. Here's what you wished for. And it turns out they're not jumping onto that bandwagon what? and saying, thank you. You solved our problem. I mean, I'm almost too. <sighs> this is the thing that gets me. And and it really, you know, you could imagine, uh, this is the engineers. They, they don't mind going, okay, we could build something bigger and, and cooler and better and get some new tech. But yep. These technologies do bloody exist. This is such yep. a myth, this whole we need new miracle technologies. Solar panels friggin' exist. Wind turbines friggin' exist. Buses and bikes and, you know, eating less meat exists. Jesus. So obviously what they mean is technology that lets us keep coal and oil and gas, not taxes. Because uh, still, uh, Morrison's situation or his government situation, so they've got five priority areas, which of course include carbon capture and storage, soil carbon, clean coal, Etc. Etc. All, all the things that don't fucking is... work. How much dirt? Yeah, I mean, like this whole thing about carbon sequestration—it's complicated. Oh, look, it's going to be yeah. part. It's going to be part of what we need to do. Uh, but yeah, it, it is but a it's... long way. But here's the thing: it is a long way from enough if we yeah. keep burning coal. It, like, if yeah, if, if we I mean. keep burning coal, then no matter what else we do, we're screwed. We need to stop burning coal, yep. and we need to do uh, sequestration, and we need to do a whole bunch of other things. And that's the true idiocy of this, you know, like even, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised it even makes me mad, but it still does. Making that empty call of technology, not taxes, you go, cool, here's the technology. Then they go, oh, no, no, we didn't mean that. Not that technology. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. We want no, the magic vacuum cleaner in the sky that sucks out the carbon. Yeah, that I want to poo coal even harder. I want to poo coal funny. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, right. it drives me fucking mad, and I can't believe it's still pushing my buttons, but my God, I've got a lot of buttons left, it turns I, out. Well, look, it, it's kind of good because it shows you're still human there, Rod. You know, um, like, how, how do I fix that? Is there a surgery for feelings. that? I know. I hate them. I'm now drinking, I've now got a zero beer. Hey, I'm sorry. Goals. Let's see what it's like. I'll just do a little side test for you. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Is that bad? Don't do that. That's terrible, Rod. That's really nice. There you go. Uh, hmm. All right. Um, Who well, I am anymore. Um, we started talking about Josh Frydenberg before at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, job keeper. Job keeper. Yeah, Josh keeper. Josh keeper. Oh, that's what you're going with. Okay. That's what I go to. So uh, nice little quote again from our excellent friends and huge fans of the podcast, Crikey. I have no idea if any of them listen. Uh, Frydenberg quote, if they were going to pay back that money, JobKeeper, talking about industries who have not, or companies, Jerry Harvey's the obvious one who's been in the news, if they were going to pay back that money, then they wouldn't have necessarily taken it in the first place, he says. If businesses had had to show an actual turnover decline, then we wouldn't have gotten that money out the door. 
Now, take a moment and let that wash over you. Siege, I saw mm-hmm. you cock your head. Oh, That's because it's a fucking ridiculous thing to say. It's a stupid thing to say. Um, didn't Jerry Harvey pay back some of it? Some. Some of it. I think it was like, six I, out of 22 million or something like that. Yeah, yeah so and the suspicion like was he knew this was coming anyway, so he got one, one day ahead of it. Yeah, so 40, 47% or whatever. So I saw someone saying, yeah, Centrelink person pays back 47% of overpayment. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like. But so and, Andrew Lee's serious. been bouncing up and down about this in, in Parliament. Um, he's very mad. Oh, I think it's a good thing to be mad about. I agree. It's, it's, I, I think I think the the purpose of JobKeeper originally was a. I think it's still a really important thing. We needed to. Yes. Uh, I think it did really well about limiting the economic damage of the pandemic. But Jesus Christ, did well, it's gone further. So sorry, Karen. Sorry, I was just going to say the thing that it did like. Uh, it, it was that it still tied staff to the company. Yeah. So they still had an obligation mm. and, a, and a relationship with their companies, which is really important because it's too easy for people to be sacked and then never get back into the business again. So I thought, think from that point of view, it was really good, but I just like it should still be were successes. give it to the right people. Well, the, the problem, there were successes, but what, what Lee started to dig out, so where are the numbers? $13 billion or more went to companies whose revenue increased during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35,000 odd companies doubled or tripled their takings whilst receiving that payment. And it went, it got to the point that the Australian tax office commissioner may face jail time because he may be found in contempt of parliament What? because they're pushing to try and release information under, I don't think it was FOI, but release details uh, who got what because it's tax money. So Rex Patrick, Senator Rex Patrick put up a motion requiring the ATO to release details of who got what. The commissioner, uh, what was his name in Chris Jordan, insists releasing information is not in the public interest <laughs> um, and would undermine confidence in the tax system. So mm-hmm. he, he's potentially in danger of being held in contempt. He could even face, in theory, jail time for this. Frydenberg intervened and said the request uh, um, was not the go. He said because re- releasing this information would breach strict tax secrecy laws and adversely impact literally almost every aspect of government. So oh the hyperbole God. and horseshit coming out of these people's mouths to cover it up and not release the detail is is staggering, like it eclipses the sun. But why do they always go to that, um, you know, exaggeration of things and this is going to be the end of the world and that's what, this is why they've got well, no Well, like Christian way. Porter at the beginning, you know, this is the end of the, end of the rule of law. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it is the end of their world. If this stuff actually came out and was properly prosecuted, I mean, in its argument sense and its legal sense, it's the end of their world. They're fucked. And maybe it should be, you know. It should be. If if you're not accountable for public money, it's the other thing I hate about these people, politicians in general, but these guys especially, they treat tax money like it's theirs. What? Like, Mm. Like, come on, people. It's not theirs. I know you know this, but it drives me insane. So I really hope the uh, tax commissioner goes to jail at least briefly to make a bit of a point. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared to Nelson sacrifice. Ma- Nelson Mandela that. tax commissioner. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, it's so brave of you, Rod. It's so brave of you. Uh, I'm prepared to go to any lengths that someone else has to meet. Um, I've no problem with that. <laughs> mm. uh, okay. 
Um, what else have we got this week? I, I, I read a Twitter thread and I just wanted to read it out because uh, it goes a bit, bit back to COVID and, and the government response. Um, this was from uh, Lauren Ingram, um, who is, as her Twitter Twitter bio says, has never worked for Fox News, just happens to share a name that's quite <laughs> similar to someone else, um, but uh, lives in London. And her Twitter now, thread... Now, yeah. came from Canberra. Yeah, people wondering why I can't get back to, to, back to Australia. This morning at 10am UK time, DFAT released the September repatriation flights a couple of weeks notice is all you get so mm. this was uh three days ago or so um yeah. by 10.05 released at 10 a.m 10.05 they were sold out these flights cost about two uh two thousand dollars each one way plus three thousand for quarantine wow not everyone on the dfat list of stranded australians gets the email with the lincoln code to the flights either only those deemed highest priority Uh, Facebook groups for Australians overseas trying to get home are now filled with people desperate as they can't get back. Some without jobs or visas or houses now stuck, others with cancelled commercial flights they thought would be confirmed given the price they paid for seats. For those asking why most are reliant on DFAT flights, economy flights are incredibly expensive right now and you can get bumped at any minute. Some people have gotten to the airport and found out after getting and paying for all the COVID tests required that they lost their seat. I I just think that needs to be reminded regularly... That, mm. uh, that we've got a whole bunch of our citizens stuck overseas with a passport that's you might as well wipe your butt yeah, with. It's ju- just a. You can do that anywhere. They're quite waterproof nowadays. <laughs> but just abandoned. Oh, it's it's it does my head in. It's just horrifying. It it is it is it's utterly horrifying. And the idea, I mean, honestly, it, it's not an over exaggeration. If you imagine saying two years ago to people, uh, it won't count for anything if you're stuck overseas something mm. happens, you have an Australian passport, you're definitely a resident, blah, 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 and it won't matter, or you'll have a five-minute window to enter a lottery that may or may not work, people would think you're, you're bullshitting them. And like you it's think like a these, bad movie. These chicken shit flag-loving idiots from uh, from the coalition who are all like, you know, uh, Australia first, all of that, that kind of thinking. And yep. and to say to them, oh, no, you, they, they are the people that just abandoned Australianness, our citizens overseas. Yeah. They do nothing but gaslight and hip and hip, hypocritize. It does make you think, though. I mean, um, you know, as Qantas is saying, there'll be uh, international flights by December or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I necessarily want to be on the first plane. Like, no. I'm I'm horrified that that the idea, obviously, that lockdowns can happen and all of that kind of stuff, but that uh, you just might not get back for yeah, you know, yeah. That, two. It's entirely credible risk that you could pop overseas for a nice Italian holiday. I don't know, just pulling that out of my hat. Sure. <laughs> That's the one I was pulling out of my hat too. That's the yeah. one I was pulling out as well. <laughs> Indeed. And then they turn around and go, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't come home. But you, no, you sort it out. I'm an Australian citizen. Yeah, yeah, that means you've got gumption. You'll mm. sort it out. Get up we'll and go, you. mate. Get up and go. Yeah, exactly. Have a go. You'll get a go, but just go away. Mm. You don't get to go here. Fuck that. I'd love mm. I'd love to have a look at um, countries, other countries around the world, and seeing how they've dealt with uh, stranded citizens. Because I don't believe that we're loved. Because we're, we're adorable. It's our government that sucks. We're adorable. Um, why don't you mention James Masola? I did. Just a nice little tweet to remind us of things. I mean, you know, people have pro and con feelings. Still on Twitter. Hmm. And he just he just popped this one out. It's a nice little classic. So it was from January the first, and as he puts it, this is not aged well. Quote, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has warned it would be dangerous to rush a coronavirus vaccination rollout, even if it could lead to restrictions and border closures easing sooner. So it's just nice to remind ourselves that on January the 1st, this is what he was saying. It would be dangerous to rush a vaccine rollout. What's the danger? Even if it had certain consequences. 
so needle stick t- injuries. Like I get if you're running at people with needles. Like if it's li- yeah, really rushing it out. Yeah. Scissors. Like that's probably Yeah, you could hit them in the eye and that doesn't get rid of corona. It just makes you blind. That's a problem. Yeah, I don't know what the danger is, and I don't think Scott did either. The danger was, I'm not ready to do this. I don't have the vaccination. Well, I don't so have the vaccine because yeah. which would have been because Neville from procurement wasn't back yet. Neville from procurement. Nev, Nev tried I, at least. Nev's no, junior. I think, I think we're throwing Neville under the bus. You know, if, yeah. who who gave Neville the job is the problem. Yeah. Well, we'll never know. Probably Nev's dad. Nev. Maybe. It it just appalls me. So there's no there's no thing that they can't avoid responsibility for or lie about. And I don't know how we've come to this, but we continue I, to be. I, I don't know how we haven't built a um, wall around the ACT because it's not very <laughs> big, you know. <laughs> we love you. We love you, uh, New South Wales listeners. As we said we before, do. you are we our just sexiest need listeners. A wall. Um, or a moat. I like. Will came up with a moat the other day, and I mm-hmm. like the idea of a moat because then you can put creatures in the moat. I just want to tie a bunch of lizards together, and we put them like so we can move it around if we need to. Oh, nice. nice. Or cats. Cats are gross. Yep. It does feel. It does feel some senses that the federation is a little bit shaky. Yeah, you know, not that I'm. I'm a, <laughs> not that I am one to observe in history's great arc how shaky the federation is, but. Um, Compared with every other year since 1901, it's about as shaky as it's <laughs> ever been. This is not its best time. Uh, no, there might have been like 1906. They had a big biffo over uh, rail gauges again or something like that. Oh, yeah. That, oh, I was going to say there was something yeah. that they half the country went, I oh, will go over the nine and a quarter inch and... I want nine and two quarters. Two quarters, and then that's why none of our trains... I know this argument's from the model trains. You're a double zero or a triple zero. Isn't that how it works? Uh uh-huh. Back no off, train enthusiasts? No, no, no. This is not a nerd anyone? podcast. <laughs> oh, you don't oh listen God. to the train one? We, no. Like, you're going to do a Lego one <laughs> one day, aren't you? It's pronounced Lego. We're from Australia, not Lego. Do you say Legos as well? Because that disgusts me. Disgusts oh, dear. Me. All right. The E word. How close are we getting? I'm pretty close. Election. Which word do you mean? Election. All right. Um, um, no. No? No, well, no, why, 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 why is, why is, uh, I was going to say Clive Palmer, Craig Kelly, uh, running so hard at the moment? Because they're freaking idiots and they've got <laughs> shitloads of money and they don't know what to do with it and they just want to see their name around the place everywhere. They don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> they've got no idea. They're just, just dribbling goobers. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, no, I, I smell. I agree with all that. It's very hard to argue with that cogent position because it's true. But um, <laughs> I have to add, it, it smells to me like there's a lot of positioning. Like I, I, as soon as I started watching Josh Frydenberg's excellent video reading letters to people, uh-huh. which I listen to before going to bed because it's very soothing, um, <laughs> I thought- It's disgusting. I know it is. It is because um, yep, it's not on. long enough. It's not long enough. I was listening to that and I was thinking, this is a dude positioning himself not only for election, but as he's really starting to go, look at a look what a father of the country I can be and a statesman. Um, oh, that's think what he's it's positioning like for the leadership. Fuck yeah, I do. Um, and I think that that rolls well with, of course, it's electioneering because he's trying to go, oh, that's right, Melbourne. Yeah, love yous all. Yous are great. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about you. But that whole father of the country shit that he was rolling out there to me stinks of preparation, uh, preparation and preparing for an election. Um well, what's, yeah, what's, what's yeah, killing know. season in, in a news poll these days? Uh, four points behind? I think you've got to be a little bit more than that. Uh, uh, at the end of this, if, it, if he's going to do anything, it'll be at the end of this sitting period. Yeah. Uh, this do we have even period. a sitting period? They're not really doing much sitting. 
No, but that's usually when the killing season is. It's yeah. like you wait for Parliament to rise for the year. Oh, it's it's when you can have all your nice Chinese meals with all your mates and stitch up your deals. Well, you're garni in Canberra at the moment, well, so that's no have, good. You have your Chinese Zooms um, <laughs> and and then you stitch up your deals. Mm. I think yeah, I wonder. I, I, I also maybe suspect that they don't quite know themselves, so oh, I, I feel like maybe these guys are going individually rogue. I get it. I get it. It's, it's, it's far more chaotic than, than ever no, normal. Yeah, like, yeah. like the, the, the idea that it, it could be between now and whenever, mid-next year. Um, right. and, and I think that Scott's clearly looking at, okay, what's the vaccination rate? What's the lockdown rate? What's the um, – how angry are people at – the longer lockdowns drag on, the more um, people are angry at him. And so yeah, but he's, he's building that wedge though. He's he's working very hard now to make it look like Labor are pro lockdown, and he's anti- oh yeah, he's he's, he's pro Croods. Like, he's like the little girl in the Croods. He's yeah, uh, he is. Ever, he's have yeah. you seen that movie, Will? Oh no, no. no I was because like you're the only person that I know. I I, I do watch I do watch kid it. movies, and and no, yeah, I know Jack, people, that's what I mean. I just it, it had never been on my radar. No, I had never heard of it. And oh, I had. I, I watched the first few minutes. It didn't grab me. <laughs> not, it's not like the first seven minutes of Up where you're just a blithering, crying mess. Yeah, but I I fucked up with that Scott one. Scott Morrison didn't cry at the beginning of Up. No. Scott Morrison I, doesn't I, cry. I don't think he would have cried at the beginning of Up. He would not have Which I think is a psychopath test. I think, it, I think if you don't cry at the beginning of Up, then you're dead. You, you are dead. You're dead inside. You, you know, inside your body is still functioning, but there's Mor- no Morrison soul. doesn't cry. I'm convinced. Any Anything that looks like leaking of tears is, is raw panic because he no, thinks No, for the rapture. Oh, he'll cry for the rapture. No, he'll cry for the rapture, yeah. That means he'll never cry. That is oh, fiction. You see. Well, maybe he thinks this is the rapture. Maybe he thinks this is there's part a stink of, that. of the process. And yeah. This is just we. This is actually the beginning of the end of the world. Oh, hence, and hence, don't be alarmed at climate change, even if it's real. This is this is the plan. Worried about it? Yeah, COVID I don't like that. First. I don't like that. No, I don't. Either. All right, you like any more? We can't leave it on that. On That's what? Terrible. Well, give me something fun to leave it on. Uh, the only oh, the only other topic we've got that, that that we haven't talked about is 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 a terrible topic, but it's not. It's a tiny one. Do it. No, no, no. It's just um, it was just the two soldiers that died uh, in ta- oh, in towns in training. Look, I, in- yes. So Scott Morrison sent out a tweet. That, so so two soldiers who in up in Townsville, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, car rolled, and these two soldiers um died in the in a car accident. Yeah. And Scott Morrison put out this tweet saying, "Devastated by the death of our." Um, I've got the you know, tweet here if you want me to read it for you. Yes, yeah. please, if you I am could. devastated I mean, at the news. Two of our brave serving ADF personnel lost their lives today when their army vehicle rolled over near Townsville. Wherever the sacrifice of our brave men and women of the AD, our ADF occurs, it is a great price for them to pay, all in equal measure. Now. Discuss. Yeah. Discuss. Um, I, I just... Mm. Again, it go they go to extremes all the time. Like saying devastated or that you can say, um, you know, I'm saddened this happened, whatever. But but it's it's not the same as being blown up in um, Kabul. Afghanistan. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that lives are more valuable or things like that. But why make it? Morrison did that. He yeah. did this whole thing of making different values and levels and exaggeration. And oh, sorry, it doesn't. That's because he mind. doesn't understand what he's trying to do because his empathy consultant has finished. Yeah. But to to draw a, co- a comparison between being killed in combat in a foreign country and rolling a car, it's not the same kind of death. It's both death. It's both shit. 
but like that all in equal measure end. So what the, that's why I was texting at you guys when we saw that, like, I don't even understand what you mean all in equal measure. Hmm. It's not the same. It's tragic. It's horrible. They are all soldiers. I don't like the word sacrifice as well. No. Like I don't, I don't think I, I I know this is never going to happen. I think it would be nice for anyone who is not, religious leaders, you're allowed to use sacrifice. Like if yep. you are in a religion that uh, uses mm. the word sacrifice, go ahead, do it. And that's mm. that's all cool. I don't think anyone else should use the word sacrifice uh, because it's quite clearly something that has religious meanings and it's not. It's it, not. it also implies We don't, we don't sacrifice our soldiers. We do not sacrifice soldiers. Because no, soldiers sacrifice go- is, is deliberate. Dying. It's a yeah. deliberate action. Well, so, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Soldiers yeah. go into line of fire. Uh, they they bear a great risk for others. Absolutely, this is not sacrifice. This is mm. this is deliberate understanding of risk uh, with an idea of consequences. Not a freaking sacrifice. Nope. Not a sacrifice. Now I'm more more offended more and more <laughs> that I think about. It. I'm I'm. It is not like if I was a soldier, I would not be thinking. Any 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 politician that uses the word sacrifice to describe a death, that's just be sacrificed. It's not a, unless unless they're full on like Quetzalcoatl or something like that. It's like yes, yeah, sacrifice. This is great. I, I don't know what. <laughs> well, we, I don't know what nice, nice Incan uh, throwback. There. That's I thought nice. That was my Incan accent. I don't know. That's good. I, I Incan accent. But that's a new one. Yeah. Other than that, no one gets to use the word. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I just, no I just, just, I just felt like, oh, oh, I have to say something, something um, about this, and it's like, I don't think he did. I don't. No. I don't think he had to make it. I don't know. It, everything he does now just makes me think you're just doing this. It's about you. It's not now. Now that does that for you. Well, yeah. at Where the moment, more so than than normal. And I, That's because he couldn't like it to a, a kid's I'm movie. I'm a little bit flat this week, I know, because no, you're not. You're wonderful. Really annoying me, and I can't think of anything nice. Like you try and find something good, and you think there'll be someone good coming out of it and saying stuff. And I just, I'm, I'm I've been, uh, I've been uh, reading tweets from friends uh, in various lockdowns. You know, when they're uh, getting emails from. Uh, uh, teachers about making sure their kids keep up with their work and the helicopters are buzzing overhead. Mm. You know, it's a little bit dystopic right now. So, Siege. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, feeling flat is quite reasonable. Yeah. That's yeah. why you hang out with um, dickheads like us because true. we are less flat than you. <laughs> that is actually We're true. harder to flatten. Oh, my God. Will's very hard to flatten. I've jumped up and down him repeatedly. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm unflattenable. Until until that moment, I'll have that uh, you know the 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 wig out crisis like you know Ted Lasso. Well, and the like and that. the uh, the doomsday weapon that didn't make you happy. Ah, whatever. No, no. I've I've recon- <laughs> I have oh, I have fully reconciled to a five degree world. I'm like you know, sure, sure. I like. You've been a bit chilly lately. Yeah. No, look. Sure. I no. It's I, my neighbours that are barbecued, but yeah. Most of us oh. will die. Uh, but thanks, Will. We should stop talking there. And and remember, everyone, most of us will die. <laughs> but but uh, but you know. So if you want a good show to watch on the deli, um, I think it's on Binge and on Foxtel, there's this uh, show, uh, Vigil. It's it's like a line of duty underwater because it's set in the submarine. Is that like Star Trek underwater, like that Sequest DSV? Yes. (laughs) No, no, no. I recommend um, recommend Preacher because it's got everything. Oh, really? 
if we're doing TV recommendations, uh, sure. def- definitely Ted Lasso. And, oh, and Ted Lasso is uh, And uh, but we just started Only Murders in the Building. Um, which, oh, that's my next show. Which which had it, it's got a fun opening. So it's so cool. You guys Steve are so Martin sophisticated, though. Short yeah, yeah, yeah. Together, so. Yeah, you're sophisticated. And Preacher Selena Gomez. Is idiotic cartoon brought to life with a dude who gets magical powers and goes to find God, but he's also a murdering, roistering, rooting southern <laughs> guy. And Satan appears, and so does Jesus, but Jesus is a retard. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you didn't write it? <laughs> Sounds a bit like I did, but no, all right, no, you lot. This is uh, this is enough. Whatever. Thank this you is. very much for being with us, <laughs> listener. All of you are equally sexy. We love you all. This is good. Except for the one, you know who you are. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>